0: Hi, friends. If you are a busy working mom who wishes she had more me time, then this episode is for you. We're going to talk about what me time means to you and what you can do to find more me time and how you can make that time more fulfilling. So let's dive in. Hey, are you a high achiever who struggles with perfectionism? Do you get stuck in the cycle of overthinking? Do you do everything for everyone else because you think otherwise it won't get done? Do you feel like you should come with a disclaimer? Hi, I'm anxious. (laughs) Hey, I'm Katie. Full disclosure, I'm not a therapist, doctor, or mental health professional. I'm just a career mama who also struggles with anxiety. For me, anxiety reared its head at the most inconvenient times, when I wanted to be present with my family, at those high pressure business meetings, when I was laying in bed awake at night worrying instead of sleeping. I just wanted to relax and be able to have fun, and I know that you do too. What if you found tools to manage your anxiety? What if you knew how to enjoy life even though you are anxious? Look, it's time to put down that third cup of coffee and swap it for some lemon water. We're going to get control over anxiety so it can stop controlling you. Let's go, girl. I was recently talking with some of my mommy friends, and a topic that came up was finding more time for ourselves, or me time, that would allow us to be productive in the ways we actually want to be. Now, I want to give you a little heads up that I'll use the terms me time and time for yourself interchangeably here. So some examples of things one mommy wanted to do that she thought were productive included stretching, writing, or trying something new. And I think this is so interesting because I find that high-achieving moms definitely don't do enough just for us. Also, I think that making matters worse here, sometimes we do think that we're supposedly doing things that are just for us or for me time, and what we're really doing is adding to our to-do list or working on achieving more or getting more done, and what we are doing isn't necessarily fulfilling to us or scratching this itch where we desire to have something to do just for us. When I think about what I mean when I tell my husband I want time for myself, what I often really mean is I want time to do something without distractions. So I don't want him interrupting me and asking me to do a chore around the house, or I don't want the kids tugging on me asking me to play with them. I just want to do something uninterrupted, even if it's not necessarily something for me. Like, let me do the dishes uninterrupted. Let me do the laundry uninterrupted. I think it's funny because in talking with my husband about this, what he thinks I mean is that I'm going to do something just for fun when I ask him for some me time. But what I'm often doing is chores, like I said, dishes, laundry, or working on my business or self-development, and not necessarily something for fun or leisure. But back to the topic at hand, what is fun to me may not be what is fun to my husband or to somebody else. And I've had to learn that that is completely okay. And Also that it's completely up to me to decide what is fun and fulfilling to me and to prioritize and actually do those things. I think that's what this is all about, isn't it? Finding things that fulfill us, that make us feel the way we want to feel, whether that is working on our career or business, doing work around our homes, or relaxing and having fun. So today, we're going to talk about ways to find more me time. I find it's really important to make time to do an inventory, and this can be tough as a working mom, am I right? There are so many ways that me time can be tough to find and enjoy as a busy working mom. Your time to yourself may come sporadically. Your time could be interrupted at any moment. Your time could be limited. And I think it feels like a big ask to suggest taking some of your precious time to do an inventory, but I think that making the time to seriously go through the work to do a thorough inventory will be worth it so you can plan and be intentional about future me time or time for yourself that's available to you. I want you to find time to take out a piece of paper or open your notes app in your phone and write down these questions and write down your answers to them. What does me time look for you right now? Think about what you're doing in your time for yourself. Where are you when you have your time for yourself? How do you feel after having your me time? Now I want you to ask yourself, what do you want your me time or your time for yourself to look like? What would be ideal for you? What are you doing during your ideal me time? Where are you during your ideal me time? How do you want to feel at the end of your ideal me time? And then I want you to stop and think about what is the gap between your current and ideal me times? Are there issues or sticking points that you're running into that stop you from having or enjoying your me time? For example, are you so unprepared to have me time that when you suddenly run into some me time, you don't know what to do with it and you end up wasting your time trying to find something to do or scrolling Instagram? And then what are things that you can do to plan and enjoy your intentional me time. So here are some suggestions to you. These are things that have helped me get more me time for myself. Number one, doing an inventory. Stopping to see what I am currently doing versus what I currently want to be doing. And there's oftentimes a gap or a difference between the two. I need to get as clear and specific as I can about whatever it is that I want to be doing for me time. For example, does my ideal me time on Sunday morning look like sleeping in while my husband has the kids? Does it look like going to my office alone with a coffee, lighting a candle, and writing in my journal? Does it look like just having an hour to do chores and nothing more? I don't want any other responsibilities at that time. So getting super clear about what it is that I want for my me time. And then telling my husband about what I want and enlisting his support. I do not take for granted the fact that I have a spouse who is incredibly supportive. He wants to help me. He wants to support me. And it helps him help me when I'm very specific with him. Hey, look, I want you to take the kids for a couple of hours on Sunday morning so that I can go alone to the basement and work on the podcast. We talked about that just recently. Planning my me time is also part of this equation. Being prepared so that I can plan out the me time, where I need to be. Do I need to be in a specific place for my me time? Do I need to be with my laptop and my Yeti mic for recording my podcast? Do I need to be outside going for a walk? Where do I need to be? Also, what do I need to have done or ready in order to make that happen? Do I need to take time off work? Do I need to line someone up to care for the kids? Do I need to bring a protein shake for lunch so that I can use my lunch break for some me time rather than preparing and eating my food? I can just drink my shake while I'm going for a walk or running some errands around town. I think it also helps to have a list of little me time options so that if you unexpectedly run into 5, 15, or 30 minutes of time to yourself, You aren't stumped with what to do and waste your time trying to figure something out or doing something that isn't fulfilling to you. I found personally that this really became an issue once I had children. My me time would come randomly and in short bursts of time. And I learned very quickly that you have to take advantage of any time that becomes available to you. And what has helped me with this is having a little list of things that I can do when I have this unexpected me time. And maybe even categorizing them under whether or not I need to be in a certain place when I'm doing them. For example, I need to have my podcast recording equipment available to me if I'm gonna take some time to record a podcast, but I could be anywhere and pull out my phone and read for 15 minutes from the ebook that I'm currently reading. Make a list of things that you want to do during your me time, categorize them by time and also location if that location matters in taking your me time. Also, I love to use stacking. I love, love, love stacking. I think that it is something that Working moms in particular are really good at. I think another term for it could be multitasking, but I think of stacking just a little bit differently. How can you group multiple things that you want or need to do to do them at the same time so that you're making really effective use of your time? For example, a couple of weeks ago, I really wanted to take a nice warm bubble bath, and I also really wanted to get through a course that I was taking. I took the time to set up a nice bubble bath, a candle, some bubbles, and some music, and then I got in the bath and I started watching a video for the course that I was taking. I had 30 minutes all to myself, I got my bath, and I had time to work on my course. Perfect. So where can you do things to stack the items that you want to do so that you get things done? An earlier example that I gave was drinking a protein shake while you're doing something else during your lunch break. It's important for me to take care of my health. It's important for me to get errands done. So recently I took my lunch break to drink a protein shake while I was driving around taking care of a couple of errands and getting those done. A disclaimer I'll give on stacking is that sometimes you can use this against yourself. So maybe you try to do too many things at one time and you're not really present with any one thing or the most important thing for you at the time and so your time ends up being unfulfilling to you. So watch out for that and I think as people with anxiety this can be something that's really easy to do. You might be engaging in an activity that would be otherwise enjoyable but you find yourself trying to do too much or pay attention to other things or letting your mind wander and you're not enjoying your time at all. So beware of where stacking could be used against yourself. Just use it with some discretion. So let's recap. Is your time to yourself, your me time, fulfilling for you? If not, take time to find out why by doing an inventory. What do you want your me time to look like? What does it look like now? What's the gap? And then plan your me time so you're intentional about it. So I'm going to give you a little homework now. Do your me time inventory the next time you make time for yourself, knowing that this will set you up to have more. And more fulfilling me time or time to yourself in the future. So that's it for today, friends. But before you go, because of the launch of the podcast, I'm doing a giveaway and I want you to join us. If you want to be entered for this giveaway, I ask that you go rate and review this podcast in Apple Podcasts. It's super helpful for podcasts just starting out to receive reviews, and I truly love your feedback. From now until August 31st, 2022, if you leave me a review in Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot, share in your Instagram. Instagram stories and tag me. You can find me at Hi I'm Anxious Podcast, and you'll be entered for a giveaway for an Amazon gift card. Hey friend, thanks for being here. Did today's episode help you feel more in control of your anxiety? Did it inspire you to rest or relax? Or maybe it challenged you to really look at why anxiety is a part of your life. If so, I'd love to hear from you. If you would take 30 seconds, pause this episode, scroll down in Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I would be so grateful. See you next week. Disclaimer, I am not a medical professional and this podcast is not providing therapy or medical treatment. Contents of the podcast are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult your healthcare provider with your health questions and concerns.